episode 14 a lot going on in the world i'm only chris allen and only chris allen on you know ig twitter um chris thomas on facebook that's my government i'm with my homie mitch it's your boy money mitch aka ml gainer or at m gainer 22 at one more social media platforms aka king lear aka the mixed messiah i'm here rocking with my favorite co-host we're back another week sorry for the week off hope everybody enjoyed the interview with the homie pascal uh shout out pascal real, yeah. was a good interview that was a real good interview I, and he's just like mad positive energy and i just I don't know. It's always good to put more of that shit out into the world, especially in this uh, pessimistic ass podcast that we do here. Uh, you can probably hear the phone going off in the background. That's because we have another guest here who's ignorant as fuck and doesn't know the phone before it comes on air. But that's all right. It's your homegirl, Black Oak Betty. Joe, I'm just fucking with you. What's up, Betty? Betty, aka Beth, aka Loser Glasses, aka New Glasses, <laughs> aka Hipster White Chick from the middle of the middle of hipster. Defensive hipster. <laughs> before you, we get I think you are. I think you're the, in the history denial. Like, you're kind of history. Oh. Yeah, how are you not, for the listeners out there who I just can't see, she has round wire rim glasses <laughs> and like, not quite Doc Martens, we're not going that hipster, but like solid like work boots with the paint on them that say like, I paint canvas art in my spare time. That's frosting from cakes. <laughs> Even better? Alright, no, so seriously, uh, give me the story here. Why, because, uh, is it a, Elizabeth originally? Bethany. Or is it just, is Beth, oh, yes. interesting, okay. You yep. should meet Beth, there's Elizabeth. Yep. Bethany, I don't, ooh, uh, why not Bethany? Bethany's a cool name. I don't know, everyone likes to shorten it, you know? Okay. Well, no, I, so, <laughs> I, I always ask this question to Elizabeth, and I guess in this case, Bethany, because, like, people with names that can go a lot of ways. You can be Beth, you can be Betty, you can be Bethany, you can be Annie, you, like, uh, however the fuck you want to cut that, why Betty? Well... All right, there's this dude that I used to work with, and he was Brazilian. How long ago? This is like three years ago. Okay, so and you're like an adult already. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And he used to call me Betch. He couldn't say my bitch. name, <laughs> so I always be like, Stop but it sounded like bitch at first, and yeah. people were like, no, it's Beth, and you go Betch, Betch, Betch. So now we're like yes. Betty, and he can say that easier. Oh. So it's like <laughs> that's weird. Like, yeah. like, but that's why I just started telling people, call me Betty, call me Betty. Like that's other, hilarious. Yeah. See, I had the opposite problem. I used to always go by like my full name Mitchell, and then 
it was like I would mumble and so like nobody everybody would be like what and so I started saying Mitch thinking it was clear but because Mitch sounds like a billion other things in the English language yeah. it, it, and everybody thinks I say rich Every it's like hey I'm Mitch and I'm like rich I'm like nope but I'm working on it and they still ask me again like so rich I'm like no motherfucker <laughs> And it's like, you call me one more time, I'm making my bitch. So it's <laughs> fun, that was good. Uh, but no, so I don't know. Nomenclature is interesting. Anyway. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. Betty's with us. Betty's, Betty's with like, us. so I've known Betty for like, what, like a year or so now? Yeah. And like, she like, kind of has her own little like, like you just like float. Have you ever met someone who just like floats through life on their own little like, they just like don't give a shit. I don't, that's why, not that you don't give a shit, like you're <laughs> nice and you're kind and sweet and shit. But she just like kind of flows through lives like on her own. She's like she doesn't like I don't know why she doesn't want to be a hipster, but I can <laughs> see that. Why you so, I can I, see. I, that she, I just feel like she doesn't want to identify with that. She's like actually, let me on her own wavelength. Do you consider yourself a hipster? No, me. I don't think I'm a hipster. Oh come on! But I think you're a hipster. <laughs> no, I'm not a hipster. Okay, then we got done this conversation. Like, <laughs> you're sitting here like she doesn't want to admit, uh, dog. You're sitting here in a dad hat, tortoiseshell glasses, a Pink Floyd tee, ripped skinny jeans. Yeah, but I mean, and I, socks that are designed specifically to be worn with either boat shoes or low cut <laughs> Chuck Taylors. Yeah, I, but this is just like you couldn't be more hipster if you tried, except maybe if you added a glass of bourbon. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I, I feel like hipsters are like. Definitely, this is like more like just this was in style for I feel like more we're gonna take a group photo after this episode of the podcast. We're gonna post it on our Twitter and y'all tell us who's the most hipster of this crew because I get accused of being a hipster all the time and I get a little defensive about it and I've started to accept it. I, just, I feel like you're more hipster than me because, like, yeah, because you're like on your own, like, you guys are like, I'm like the if we're millennials, I'm barely there, you guys are like in this like frame where you guys are like a lot more free and you're just like don't yeah your own little style see I would shit. argue no that's see, I guess, way more your vibe like nah bro like you're like your whole philosophy on life is that everyone ro- learned the wrong thing and we should like spend the rest of oh, our lives unlearning it I, like okay. I'd say that's a pretty like free flowing like millennial philosophy no that's bro. no that's like fucking that's as old as I mean that's like a George Carlin and he old as yeah he, what do you yeah. think millennials do they go find shit from a hundred years ago thinking that nobody remembers <laughs> it and recarnating yeah. it as its own thing and putting it on a fucking pretty photo on a background well I don't think there's any there's there, absolutely we did we I, I think that's just a true statement. Absolutely, we have been all taught the wrong shit, and we have to relearn it. I mean, I think that the, the older we get, the more information we get, and I, I feel like we're in just like weird space to where like all the beliefs of like the like the established like 50s, 60s, and 70s when people it started to like decay around the 60s mm-hmm. movements uh, more so then a lot more than like the 70s and then like the 80s like in the 90s it started like as industry started to build up it kind of went back to like oh like I believe in America and I believe if you work hard you can get ahead I believe now was how information in the move it's more apparent that like everything that was sold to us about our nation about like what we should be doing in order to get ahead it's just like crumbling and you see that like even with like the JFK leaks and shit like that like you can see this been a this been piles of bullshit on the bullshits for generations and I, I guess that's my problem with that image of America is like that really and this may just sound like stupid and patriotic and like dumb witted like 
that's really the America I believe in. Like, I truly believe in America being the last hope for Earth to have a place where everybody can be free to be themselves in every regard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, obviously, there's societal restrictions that have to be in place, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, if there's ever going to be a nation that is able to, you know, feed its entire population and start to feed the rest of the world, if there's a nation that's going to cure shelter, if there's going to be a nation that starts the post-job, uh, you know, economy, I believe it could be America. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sold. Though, you know, there's a handful of other nations maybe now that where it's possible. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any other place where it's still plausible. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the America I believe in. So that, like, fuck yeah, America first attitude, I really do believe with it and, like, identify, and I think it's a positive thing. Mm -hmm. The problem with it is that it has been built on lies for so long. Yeah. And, like, Americans need to stop ex over-exaggerating their own exceptionalism. Mm -hmm. America is exceptional, and that is okay to say. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people on the left won't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. America is goddamn exceptional. Yeah, it is. It's I... just not as exceptional as people who want to brag about it being. Yeah. And part of the problem with American culture is we have to be the biggest, the strongest, the fastest, the brightest, because that's all we value in the world's best capitalist society, right? And we, and we also have to be honest about how America got there. We got there by manipulating shit. Obviously, because that's how everything got everywhere. Yeah. If we're going to be the place that does it better, we need to honestly admit that and start to do better. That's the problem. Nobody wants to say that we were wrong. Yeah. But also, I mean, and this is like, it, it goes into like some of the topics that we're going to talk about, like the Panama Papers, uh, like the FBI investigation where these like big corporations are just kind of like, like weeds, filter, just like, just sucking the soul and the wealth out of like poor people and middle class and that paying their due. Um, there's is in the and then they're selling like this dream of work ahead, work hard and get ahead and shit like that. I think you know the more the older I get, the more I'm like, all right, well, like they're selling that dream, so like we'll say plugged into the system and keep on working and shit like that while they don't work and they manipulate the system. Um, and I, and I guess where where my like my my fork in the road I guess per se on that is like I'm okay with that as long as they're admitting it happened. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I can accept that it happened if those who did it accepted that it happened, mm -hmm. and we collectively work toward a better future. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like the the problem I have with that is like there there are a lot of. <laughs> There's a lot of people who have made generations on getting ahead now. Mm -hmm. So there's no concept, you know, when, when people first got their money, right, mm -hmm. you know, let's go, you know, early 1800s, late 1700s, people were really starting to come into American wealth, right? Mm -hmm. You know, people had to work for that money. It was your first generation of being wealthy. And every generation you get removed from that wealth, like, your value of a dollar, so to speak, lessens. It, what that's compounded by now in our society is we're moving towards this like almost utopian idea of solving food, shelter, job, mm -hmm. like these, like where we're not gonna need jobs in maybe a generation or two. Yeah. Like the speed of automation is already rapid. So like the ne the necessity for a job based economy is is falling rapidly, mm -hmm. and you know. Last generation, work hard and get ahead, worked for enough people where though people were getting over on them and exploiting them, they yes. weren't getting that raw of a deal. Yeah, they were still getting, you know, they, well, let me nice rephrase. House. They didn't know how much more there was to be had. Mm -hmm. Now that they know, a.k.a. the internet age, you can't, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. So the only thing to do is build a more equitable society and admit that we were wrong the last time. Yeah. That's how progress is always made. That's how we, like, you know... <laughs> 
it's not like we got to America and we're like, no, nah, it's been perfect the whole time. Like, how many amendments are there to the Constitution? Yeah. Right? Like, we keep reworking it. It's never been perfect. <laughs> yeah. It, well, here's the thing. And uh, this is, like, because this is, like, to bring in kind of Betty on this because I know, like, she has a certain... Yeah, so how do we go? She Way has a black hippie on you. Yeah. <laughs> she has a perspective on this that I know we kind of share. We break down colonialism in America. Um, and it's because, like, um, I, I don't necessarily, like, I don't need more. I just need... I just don't want to be su- plugged into this system and have to work 40 hours a week. I'd rather have, like, a, a, a be either on the road traveling and know that, like, I, I, I don't have to worry about, you know, whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. like, I can have enough in- income to travel the world, travel, and I can... And I don't need a, a lot of money to do that. Why I just do don't want to be plugged in. Why do you need money? Well, you do need money. You need... Because you... Because but, but what, what, what so bank... Let me, let me ask you this, because it's uh, like a... That's a, a fairly libertarian point of view, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I agree with a lot of that philosophy. Mm-hmm. My point is, though that's probably best for you, mm-hmm. that's not what's best for society. And to enable you to live the life you want, mm-hmm. if we make more things accessible to more people, mm-hmm. your need to do things you don't want to do to acquire that life goes down, as it does for everyone, mm-hmm. and your ability to achieve the life you want anyway is higher as it is for everyone, and it will. I think that's true in the, in how society is currently set up. Yeah, like well, my, I, 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 I think if society today is optimized, that's what mm-hmm. I think. Demo, like democratic socialism looks like It's like there are programs in place that are supposed to take care of the poor, and what they do instead is siphon off lots of money and like overpay bunches of subcontractors that they've cut back from deals with for election money, mm-hmm. right? So if we could cut out a lot of that bullshit, and we could just Make those programs do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Make education do what it's supposed to do. You know, universalize yeah. healthcare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, things that are just, like, yeah. rocks all good ideas for everybody. Exactly. Like, no, no, nobody's worse off by everybody having healthcare. You're exposed to less disease. You yeah. get, you're exposed to more hospitals, and medicine is more rapidly available because it's being mass-produced instead of commoditized. Yeah, and, and also, <laughs> I, just, I just think, so, let's say... As far as human history, democracy is the best thing we got. Mm-hmm. So, but it's based on so. In capitalism, seems to be like the best, like this balance between socialism and capitalism. Um, it, it, a balance between it. the two is cap- pure capitalism is the maybe the worst evil the world's ever seen. Yeah, but it's uh, like pure capital- capitalism in its purest form, which we are moving closer and closer to by the day, mm-hmm. is worse for the world than communism is tenfold. I mean, I communism, mean, is, in, communism is, in, is insular. Yeah, capitalism is extra. Well, the example capitalism it feeds off of destroying others and taking from. Mm-hmm. So that like get, communism can only eat itself. So though it's terrible, it's terrible for the people it affects. It's mm-hmm. not terrible for the world. Mm-hmm. Capitalism is bad for the world. Yeah. And it it's, it's, it seems like that's, I mean, it's, the more we lean towards that, the, the worse things seem to get. And, uh, I mean, we still have, like, some parts of our society that's social socialism or socialized programs yeah. and so forth, which, you know. But we, we undervalue them and we defund them and we put no effort into them. Like, yeah. education is a perfect example. Education is probably one of the most still standardized things in this country. But with capitalism being the, what, what we're structuring in, it makes 
then that's what you aspire to. You, 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 the people, a, a majority of the people will aspire to the mind frame of like get ahead and fuck everyone else. It's competition. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get a pretty generation of people who think that's the best thing for them. And then it, it, it it's because a, it is the best it, thing for it them. It is, and, the and it becomes a cancer to our democracy too. Right. Well, and, and I guess the the greater point that I'm getting to is like or our buying, buying wholeheartedly into capitalism, like at its core, requires you to buy out of any form of socialism. Like you can't feel responsible for other people mm-hmm. because you can only act in your own best interest. Mm-hmm. And if that's if that's the the boiled down like bottom line of capitalism, then how can capitalism be good for society? You know what I mean? That doesn't that doesn't work. Then what's, <laughs> it's it's centered around doing what's best for oneself, not what's best for one's neighbor. Yeah, and if it, that's the case, it can't be good for society. So what? So I think, and it, I think this ties into a lot of things that we should be talking about. Yeah, we, yeah, maybe we should get this on the list. Sorry, um, we yeah, waxing poetic over there. But um, it's this. We're we're. I just don't understand. Like capitalism is not doesn't seem like to be the answer because, you know, no one's who's who the fuck is happy. No one's happy. Like that's one thing that bothers me like about America is I feel like everyone's like, work, 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 work because money, money, money to have mm-hmm. things to, to have a big house. Mm-hmm. But like I've known plenty of people with a lot of money and they're Super miserable depressed. and awful. Yeah. And then like you know <laughs> for real like. And then it's like, you know, people are like, you know, people that like, I don't know, are out in nature and this and that, or living simple, mm-hmm. are the happiest people because they're not tied down to their crappy job or jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're out doing what they like as much as they can. And I think that's more important because you only have one life. Yeah. So why are you going to waste it Spending being miserable for 50 hours at yeah, some company that doesn't do anything? That doesn't care about you either. Yeah, they don't. There, they don't care. They see, want I money. Think, I think there are some exceptions. Like, if you truly love what you do, go yeah, for it. Yeah. Right? Like, if you, I don't know, like, I guess there are people who love every type of job, right? But, like, I don't know, like, I always look at people who, like, make their lives work. Like, if you're a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And if, you know, you know, you know, maybe a nurse is a better example because they don't get paid as well, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a nurse, you work 65 hours a week and you're making $14 an hour with, like, shoddy benefits even though you work in healthcare. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should do that because it's a poor life choice for yourself. But I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that the world is take care of you. I'll fight for it. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's, I guess that's valuable if, like, it's something that you get value of or you see the value in. But there are a lot of people who go and they're just like, well, I need, like you said, I need a job so I can get the thing. And there's nothing set. And it's like, like you said, if you have lots of money, if you've achieved lots of things, mm-hmm. then maybe you can start to, like, medicate yourself with the idea of your achievement, right? But nothing is standard to me that when I meet complacent people, late 40s, middle management job, it's like, well, I've been working at this company for 12 and a half years, and now I'm a, you know, fucking assembly line manager, and I make 42000 a year, and you should see this TV I bought last year. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, you worked 58 hours a week. To buy a TV, my nigga. Well, that's I got I, that on Craigslist for like a buck twenty-five, <laughs> like in a year. Like I ain't tripping. But that—that's. I think that's a majority. I mean, I think we're the outsiders. But that's what most people aspire to. That's my point. Like well, so well, fucking I, sad. Well, can, yeah. well, how can you blame them? Everything is set up for them to, to aspire to that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I mean, look at. I mean, they're taught. They're stuck in these school systems that program them to be assembly workers. Mm-hmm. Then they finally get there. And then, or they go to college, and that 
runs into the program to be like, you know, pretty much as workers, better workers, a little bit more competent workers than maybe it, uh, the next level. And then you go to grad school, then it makes you a little bit more competent. They plug, you just plug a little shit in your mind in order to aspire to these slots they can plug you into yeah. so and then you have advertisement and all these different things then you, and then you have your peers it's like oh man we just got a new boat you know we, we, it's, it's a whole well no it's a whole no, it's not it's just human nature um we are the outsiders that just say like oh eventually we just looked at this and like oh man no no this is fucking bullshit like yeah and and but i don't know why you i've reached a point where i'm like oh well like i gotta get the fuck out of this shit but like I'm trying to fucking figure it out. But I have no. I if if I if I die working for someone and like re- have to retire just to fuck, I would be so. Fu- I failed my life, mm. and that's the truth. Like if I had to work till I'm like 65 and then retire and hopefully put a little bit of money aside and hopefully I die before I go broke. That's that's which is most of people's. That's mo- how most people are gonna live their life. They're gonna retire at 65 if they're lucky and they're gonna hopefully they can die before they wind up in financial depression people also like one thing that bothers me is that okay everyone waits like you hear people all the time like oh i'm gonna wait until i retire and then i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go do stuff you're 65 you're kind of old you're probably not gonna go travel like you want and do all these things also you might not even live to that point so why am i I mean, I'm, I know you should you should save money and stuff, but you should also enjoy life and do other things, not just be like, gotta work because, you know, well, I want to retire in 10 years. To your point years. earlier about, like, you, you grind like that, and one of the things people forget is the idea of getting outside, the idea of and I never saw, like, by the time I was 18, I was the laziest piece of shit in the world. Like, my, my 18 year, like, my year of being 18 years old, right, I started working at Friendly, so I ate nothing but burgers and ice cream. I started smoking pot for the first time, so it was fucking lit all the time. <laughs> I started drinking for the first time ever, and there was a bar next door to my job that served me underage. So, like, I was fucked up all the time. I got super fat, super late. I got my license. I started driving instead of walking everywhere. And I was, like, from 18 to 26, like, I did not exercise. I had maybe, like, a three-month window in there. I went to the gym for a bit. That was it. Played, like, a kickball league. Like, nothing of consequence. And I, like, started even just, like, occasionally exercise. Go for a walk in the woods. Golf is I tell people all the time, I'm terrible at golf. It's just worth the walk. Or the ride, even. You know what I mean? Just be outside and get some fresh air. And it's like, we forget that in urban environments, especially where it's like, you work like 60 hours a week at like a fucking desk job in the city. It's like, you wake up before it's light out, you get on like a bus or a subway and inhale a bunch of shitty fumes, you go into like an airlocked building, you come back out when it's nighttime, you get back on the same fucking fumed up bus, or you get in your car and chain smoke because you're fucking stressed out. It's like, you haven't breathed fresh air or like moved your body outside of like a crouched position to type yeah. in like yeah. a year you know how yeah. terrible yeah. it is and it's like to your point you're not gonna live to 65 if you live like that bro no. and yeah. the best part is if you take care of that shit now you'll be able to do all that cool shit at 65 you know how many awesome like 55 year old people I know like running marathon like dude I know a guy who's 58 years old just went to fucking backpack Europe for a year oh, that's solo awesome. at 58 my buddy Ken is like 51. He's in fucking Miami, like half the year. San Diego, <laughs> on the other half. He's on a fucking rave every time I talk to him. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're living this life. 
I don't want to wait until I'm 55 to do shit like that. Like, oh, I agree. If I, I had to think about taking to. a pill to get my dick hard, I don't want to be like. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my point is, I want to live a. You worry for like that name or something. I want to live a life where at 65, I don't need a pill to get my yeah. dick hard. I'm still out here, baby, on. All right, like. You're still tiptoeing, her. like maybe, yeah. like it's still at at 55. You're still like gamma, like yeah. Is is my hairline gonna be what it is? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like it's it's not. It's it, it this is it's not gonna be perfect. It's gonna be like a little bit. No, like, I'm definitely gonna have some silver dreads. Oh, yeah, yeah. and they're gonna be bad. <laughs> exactly. Like you you're gonna have like I want to be like I want to experience like there's nothing there's nothing like being in like like I think the perfect time to do that is like 20s 30s. 40 travel the world see shit where you like you've experienced like especially like like I'm older than you guys like I'm in my 30s so like my my ability to be comfortable like just going out and being myself Mm -hmm. I I feel like and like I feel like you two that's why I I get along with both of you so well is because there's like something about you just is like the security with yourself and your ability is pretty low it is, and, and that's why, like, I, I I like that about you. So I feel like you guys are mature beyond your even like age that you've li- you've lived. Um, but it's that you have to reach that in order to be like, oh fuck it, I'll just go somewhere, and you can plop me down somewhere, and I'm good. And I just want to experience my environment and these people and who I'm around and learn something have conversation with people I've never met in the world or I will probably never never met in Massachusetts in New England you know wherever and I feel like you people need more of that and I think that that's like people if more people like saw that as the goal of life to go out and experience things instead of buying a 55 flat screen Mm -hmm. You know that is what how we shift. You know, it's how we shift everything. It's how it's how we, capitalism comes a less a little less powerful and more people invest in like experiences and so forth. But there has to be a component where people don't feel like okay, well, if I get sick out there on the road, mm-hmm. am I going to be bankrupt when right. I come back? Exactly. And, and so yeah, yeah that. And it, which, I mean, I guess that's my point. Is like it's a fine balance, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying you shouldn't work hard. I'm not saying you shouldn't try and achieve. But like also like. I just got a promotion yesterday. I feel very mixed about it. Like, yes. I don't really, thanks, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, like, if this is what I want to do, if this oh is, God. like, or something. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, like, do I want to dedicate all that time and all this energy to learning these things, and will this serve me well in my mm-hmm. future? My boss said something interesting to me, and maybe this is just him selling me on the gig. I don't know. Uh, but he made a, call, a very nice point, and I was watching some speakers saying something similar the other day, and it's, like, do you know what you want to be doing five years from now? If you do, that's dangerous. Right? Like, no one should have a 5, 10, 15-year goal because you're going to miss everything along the way. Mm -hmm. Right? But if you don't know what you're doing in five years, then why not do this for six months? Do this for a year. Mm -hmm. You might be really fucking good at it. You might have a lot of fun doing it. And if you're sick of it at any point, stop doing it. Yeah. And it's like, that's the advice I would give to everybody. It's like, if you're throwing yourself into something, just make sure you really want to do it. And if it's not something you really want to do... Throw yourself into it completely, like really buy in for like a month or two. And if you're good after that and like you don't want to fuck with that anymore, just go do literally anything else. Yep. Nothing's that dangerous, nothing's that bad. Yeah. Go do literally anything else because the worst thing you can do is waste your fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's a, there's, there's, there's a tricky, that's a tricky move. And I've, I've thought about this a number of times because I've, you know, in any corporate setting you think about, oh, like, well, like, I want to get promoted. I want to do this. 
But then I thought, like, okay, well, like... When you say you, corporate setting, like, how corporate? Like, any, I don't really know much about what you did, like, previous to this job. Uh, any, I mean, I don't want to get into any of that, okay. but I just <laughs> want to say <laughs> that, like, anything that, like, as far as, like, if you're working in an office or you're, like, in some form of sales or something, like, if you're, if you, balance is my thing, and balance mm-hmm. is the most important thing to me. And it's like, um, it, it has to be. And it's like, so, um, and this is kind of like a Tim Ferriss thing, too. But it's like, okay, like, if I take, except, let's say you get a promotion. You're like, all right, well, cool. Like, you got a promotion. And then and then I think about, okay, well, like, I have more responsibilities. Let's just say you were working 40 hours a week now. Mm-hmm. But as a promotion, they expect more from you. There's more output that you have to do so that means more input for you so like whatever you have now you were working 40 hours a week now you're kind of working 45 50 hours a week and whatever that additional money is that they're paying you you have to decide that is that work worth it so for me i always look at it like okay well if i go to this level then if i move up to that 40 50 hours or i move up to that 45 50 hours a week then that's 10 hours I'm going to take away from, like, doing stand-up or well, writing. Or wait, like, what else you know? would I be doing with that 10 hours? And yeah. is that something I'd rather be doing? And I'm just like, and if that, and as I, as I said before, like, if I end up having to retire at 65, hmm. that is, in my in my opinion, that's my personal goals, that's failure. If I have to retire, like, at 65 and just hopefully I die before my money runs out, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes. So I was like, you know, I'd rather just like bet on myself. I'd rather just be like, yo, like I can do other shit. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather like stay where I'm at, be comfortable, and then like take that extra ten hours and put it to like you know something else that mm-hmm. I'm passionate about. That being said, I'm definitely taking this promotion. Oh, well, I, I, I mean, back. yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I, 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 I know how to work this bum ass job, man. No, and that's certainly a 100 respect that. Like, and I, like, I'm even in this position now. This turn, this is turned into a personal podcast, but I don't give. Yeah, a right. We go all sorts of tangents. Yeah, well, right, right now I'm in this position where, like, you know, I've been thinking about, like, you know what's next in, in my life and um and i know like f- for for the majority of everything that i'm invested in like as far as jobs and so forth and like outside i feel like yeah like I've, it's reached the ceiling like i can't learn anymore and shit like i'm teaching other people like what the fuck am i gonna learn um so you're at this 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 like you had the reach and so like yeah you have this it's humans like you know and i feel like human experiences like is most of it happens in the reach like you you as a human you have there's certain things that you have to reach for in order to and stretch yourself and push yourself in order to like to uh optimize like the human experience um so i'm at that point where like i'm like oh yeah but i am just like i feel like the podcast is part of that like comedy is part of that writing's part of that i mean yeah. i was about to be in shopping for a new co-host oh no no i was like i'm <laughs> outgrown this shit no, no, this no, nigga, no, I'm howdy. no but i think that's part is too strong for your uh, bitch <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i think like uh, like that's what people that's what i think a lot of people don't have in like I think that that's what people need that like 
something in their life. Need to be reaching. They need you need to be reaching, and I've had a problem with people. And it maybe maybe you work, you know, um, Jordan Peterson, who's like mm, a I G. Yeah. Lot, yeah, he he says that like he's like yeah he's like if you're doing something creative, like. There is no room in in our culture for like creativity. So if you're doing right. so if you if you're if you're gonna be creative, you have to like work outside of your job. Like mm. you have to have a steady income, and then outside of that, you have to like work on your creativity. But I feel like most people don't. Most people get home from work and they're just like, all right, well, I'm chill. But I feel like it's a necessity. Like creativity and in expression, even in that creativity. It's just expression needs an outlet. And I feel like that's the reason why people are so depressed. And the level of depression, the level of suicide is so high. It's higher than it's ever been in the United States or in our culture in general. It's because people don't have this outlet to, like, express themselves, to feel something, to, like, take everything they've been bottling up and put it out there in the world. And I feel like that maybe that's their reach. But there has to be something. And we don't do that. We teach kids how to, like memorize shit and then regurgitate it but we don't teach them how to express themselves we don't teach them how to um to take their emotion and to put it into like painting or like music or like and this why and this is why you have people who fucking go i think this is it this is a, a certain cause at least aspect of why you have stuff like what happened in texas with someone called because this guy just said what? So, so let me ask you this before we get like diving head first in that because one of the things I always wonder about is like, and I guess Betty can probably help answer this, is like, is that true for women too? Because I feel like as a dude, like, you're raised to be emotionless, you're raised to avoid art, you're raised to avoid channeling any sort of expression. I wonder if that's true for women too. Because I feel like, to your point about these shootings, these mass murders, it's always like men. That, it's always men. <clears throat> yeah. I mean,. I feel like girls, like, are known to be crazy because they do express their emotions. So it's like you kind of get dogged on in a different way. They don't bottle it. Yeah, like, I mean... It's not like they repress it, but they almost ostracize you. Yeah, it's like, you know, you flip out and they're like, she's a crazy bitch. And it's like, (laughs) well, wait, I'm upset about something and I can't even express it without being, like, a psycho or something, you know? And it's like, I feel like that... I also wonder how much of, like, the crazy bitch phenomenon is just us not knowing what to do with emotion. Like, mm-hmm. all right, no, I'm, there are definitely crazy bitches in the world, and I've uh, <laughs> with my fair share of them. But I also wonder, like, how many times I've heard, like, oh, my girlfriend was being so crazy, and then, like, my boy, like, tells me the story. I'm like, eh, it sounds kind of rational. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much on her side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I don't think it's dudes, like, if you, like, tell us anything, you can make the most valid argument in the world, but if your voice, like, squeals and you, t- like, cry a little, yeah, like, yeah. I, I lost focus. I'm yeah. just like, why are you being hysterical right now? It's just yeah. like, I'm not. You're just not listening because you're a fucking moron. I'm like, you're right. I have a penis, my bad. <laughs> but no, I guess, like, that's that's one of the things, I don't know, that, that really frightens me is every time I look at these things, whether that's violent crimes, whether that's mass shootings, whether that's suicide. Mm-hmm. It's like, men commit suicide, and it's like, even when we talk about bullying, right? Mm-hmm. Bullying is the thing we talk about when we talk about teen suicide, mm-hmm. which is something I'm very passionate about as a once suicidal teenager. Mm-hmm. It's like, we always talk about bullying, and the example is always a girl being bullied by other girls or a girl being bullied by boys. We mm-hmm. never see boys being bullied mm-hmm. and then, like, that boy being masculine. Mm-hmm. The boy being bullied is always this, like, fragile, like, effeminate kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. never see, like, a masculine boy ch- because, like, we're supposedly not going to accept that, right? Yeah. And I think that's bullshit. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen plenty of people get bullied who were grown-ass, like, man-children back when they were, you know, 13, 14 years old, yeah. who were fragile emotionally or, like, intellectually and didn't know how to, like, handle themselves. Got bullied into all sorts of shit. And it's like, all of a sudden, we can't help that kid because he's 6'2 and has a mustache? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why? You know what I mean? I don't know. So, I, 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 see, I have a... I, I'm... I'm always okay. So like I, I'm like the youngest of like my family. So I was like, so I was bullied a lot, like by my mostly by my family, like my older cousins, my brothers, and so forth, like that. Um, and I, I can realize that person parts of my personality is affected by that still today. Mm. Um, but parts of it is like I, I, I don't regret it because parts of it like made me like confront it made me stand up it made me stronger uh and it allowed to it may because it happened in my family and with people i cared about i was not going to accept it when i went to like high school and or when i went to school in general i'm just like yeah like i'll take that shit from my older brother but fuck you like we're gonna yeah Yeah. so it's, it's this weird balance where it's like you can't shield kids too much. Now, yes, you have to discipline those kids and make sure they develop. But you can't. Sh- I haven't, and I haven't figured this out. I'm still like trying to understand this. Like, you can't shield too much because they're going to get bullied. I'm, well, you can't baby everybody because hmm. then when it actually does happen, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Like my dad was always like, if anyone does this to you and you punch him in the face, then. I'll be okay with it if it was, like, them starting right. something. Like, not saying that that's what you do, violence, but it's, like, basically, like, defend yourself a little bit and don't let people walk all over you. De- if they're, like, defend yourself fun. long enough to get help, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it's, it's like, like, don't be, like, I guess that's the thing. It's, like, I'm against babying kids into the point where, like, there's no tolerance of bullying, but at the same yeah. time, we should punish every bully. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the yeah. thing. It's, like, it shouldn't go unpunished, mm-hmm. but also, like... Not we everything should. is bullying, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. cool, like, some kid knocked, like, your notebook out of your hand because, like, you cut it in line two weeks ago. Like, that's being a fucking teenager because teenagers are petty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, because it, it, it is this thing. It, like, we shouldn't do this thing where, like, the bully gets, like, completely, like, suspended and kicked out of school. It should, because I think it's... kids from school does nothing to help the problem. Yeah, and I think it's better if, like, okay, a kid bullies him. And then, like, you have this conversation with the kids that's a bully, you know, and it's like, look, like, whatever you're dealing with, let's deal with that. Mm. And let's show you why this is wrong. And then the next day, you're going to go over to this kid who you're bullying and have a conversation. Mm. And so, like, he still experienced the bullying and whatever development he needs. Mm. Because the development is necessary in both both parts of this. This kid needs to stand up for himself because this world is fucking cruel. And this kid needs to deal with whatever he's dealing with and learn how to treat people with respect. And they need, and kids need to learn how to interact together without adults interjecting the whole, you know. And so I think it's better if you explain to the bully what he's doing. And then if he continues to pattern the same behavior, then you have an issue. 
but like it's better for this kid who's getting bullied if they if he meets through this bully they talk and they hash it out and they can figure it out as peers I, I think I will say I I think that's probably e- easier to say on a grand scale than it is to implement on a case by case basis yeah yeah I mean like depending on the level of bullying and who it, that's what I mean yeah, like yeah. that and you know that's important but I I say all I have to say we both have lots of friends in the education system I'm gonna get crucified for even touching this topic because mm. I'm sure we didn't do it justice mm. however on to people who did stand up for themselves in fucking Texas. I am ne- I am no right wing guy. I'm sure you are not as well. Mm-hmm. We've had many conversations on the gun yeah. thing. Betty is super right wing. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Right wing hipster. I'll fucking know teach for Right wing hipster. But like that could be like a niche. You oh yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You, 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 <laughs> you can if you just start like a fucking like YouTube channel and just like <laughs> Make so much Bring money. Tommy Lauren. Oh, dude, hell yeah, she would kill. <laughs> and especially like she's hipster and laid back, but she's like, you know what? Let's just give Trump a chance. Yeah. Like, no. That would be like that would be the worst. Yeah, but, yeah. It, would, yeah. it, would, it, would, it would kill though. It yeah. <laughs> uh, but for once in my life, I actually have to shout out the good guy with a gun philosophy. Yeah. Like, I don't believe that shit works in all places all yeah. the time. Uh-huh. However, if there's a place I would expect that to happen, it's Texas. Yeah. And I'll be damned. From initial reports, like, I guess dude, like, walked up and down the pews and shot fucking everybody and shit was crazy. Yeah. But apparently he was only shooting for, like, under a minute. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude up the street or next door or whatever heard the gunshots, mm-hmm. hopped in his buddy's truck, grabbed the rifle, said he's shooting up the church, let's go, and chased this nigga, like, shooting okay. down the road. Well, uh, actually, like... That's okay. some very yeah, Texan it, it, shit. It, it, <laughs> Salute it, it, to you, sir. It is. Fuck Res- care, America. Respect, respect that. Here's the... Th- well, How what happened was he went, he went up to the church. He went to the church, shot 27-some people. Um, then he was on his way out is yeah. when the guy saw him. And they, well, yeah, but they heard the shooting. That's why well, they came heard over. The shooting. That's yeah. why he came over. And then, like, dude, he shot at him a couple times. They exchanged fire. He, he got in the car. And then mm-hmm. dude hollered at another pedestrian and mm-hmm. was like, yo, let's let's ride. Like, this dude just shot up his mm-hmm. church. And they followed him. Uh, and then, like, they're not sure whether he shot. He definitely got shot by the pedestrian. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're not they're not sure if and then like he definitely the uh, attacker definitely shot himself. Oh, yeah, I think so, he shot himself in the car after he yeah, hit the phone call, right? So they're not sure which one led to his death, but I'm assuming the self inflicted yeah. one. I'm, I'm I'm guessing he was shot like that made him like in and out. Probably ended up hitting the phone pole and said "fuck this, I'm off." Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, here's it, it, we're in this weird and you tell me how how y'all feel about this. We do need something different to do with fucking guns, and I don't know what the solution is. But now the fact that like this guy with another gun is right. a guy that it's like oh well, fucking more guns, more no, fucking that, guns. That's, it's, I, and I don't mean to almost sound excited about this story, but every mass shooting is really excited. This We can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about it because of this or. That. No, we can talk about everything. You know why? Mm-hmm. We can talk about gun laws because he got a gun, quote unquote, legally. You know what? Everybody on the on the right keeps saying that the left has to agree with. Mm-hmm. We don't need more gun laws. We just have to enforce the ones we have. You're right. We need to enforce the ones we have. You know what the right also hates? Federal interference. You know why he was able to buy a gun? Because the motherfucking Air Force didn't report his criminal history. Yeah, his, to, him like, beating his wife. Yeah. yeah. So when they ran the background check, there was no history of criminal violence. By Texas law, he wouldn't have been able to buy that gun. Then. Yeah. 
So the like the gun law like the gun laws worked correctly. The government fucked it up and got in the way. Mm-hmm. We're two for two, right? We're, yeah. Everybody's okay. We can talk about this still. Yeah. Good guy with a gun showed up to save the day. We can still talk about this. Mental health, maybe, maybe not in the picture, but everybody's always okay with using the word mental health. So at the very least, I want to have a real fucking conversation about mental health this time. And at the best. Why don't we just maybe make sure we reinforce and, like, actually activate gun laws? Yeah. Instead of, like, turning the other way because everybody likes guns. Yeah. Like, I'm crazy. I'm on record as saying I'm crazy. I'm on medication for being crazy. Yeah. I don't need a gun. Don't yeah. let me buy guns. That's a bad <laughs> idea. If I buy a gun because it's my constitutional right to bear arms, allow me to own a gun and keep it at a firing range so that I can go there and target shoot when I want to for sport. Mm-hmm. That's a reasonable compromise for all the crazy people who want guns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there are ways to work this shit out. Yeah. It isn't that complicated. And for once, there's nothing interfering in the conversation. Yeah. Everybody's needs are met, right? Good guy shows up and saves the day. The government is the bad guy. We need better enforcement of gun laws. Everyone's on the same side. Let's fucking do something this time, eh? Yeah. <laughs> He was being, if it was only that easy, you know. But it should be. This is what I mean. It this is the one. That's why I sound excited. This is the one. <laughs> 27 fucking people died. There's enough people to talk about. Another fi- uh, another 30 plus were injured in a town of 500. That's more than 10% of the population of an American fucking city. Yeah. 10% of the population of an American town is fucking ailing from a mass shooting, and we're all on the same side of what the issue should be. Why the fuck can't we get something done now? Well, it's because people don't think rationally. If And it's, and it's, it's gun right enthusiasts. Are just like oh no no you're not touching them. we're not touching my guns I don't get because like nobody's touching the like guns crazy ones. I don't know all we're saying is you got to keep your guns in a specific place and when you want to complain with them let us know yeah. that's not crazy yeah I'm not saying you gotta let like everybody know just like check in with the dude at the gate he can let you go hunt no bag if you want I don't give a fuck it's his land that's America y'all do what you want I just want to let everybody else know who's got the guns. Yeah. And if you're crazy, you don't get the guns. Yeah. <laughs> or if you get the guns, there are rules. And we make this argument all the time, and it's I, I'm a, not a car enthusiast, but a driving enthusiast for sure. I spend most of my life in my car. Yeah, amen to that. If, right? Like, if you're in sales, I'm sure you can relate. And it's like, if you need to know every time I buy or sell a car, if you need to know every time my car gets an oil change, if you need to know every time my car is in an accident, if you need the to know... check every, every yeah, annually. Yeah, you're setting up all these tools so you know everywhere that I've been. You're tracking yeah. my Google Maps history to know my driving. If you can do all that for my fucking car, then we should know who owns a gun. A gun. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to know every round of ammo you ever purchased. I don't need to know like have a catalog history of you like... Updating the certifications, you know, monthly. I, you know, update your licenses every three, five years, something like that. Register every gun you buy. Yeah. Thorough background checks on everybody who buys one. D- you know, different rules for different levels of crazy and or training. And That's, tax the fuck out of it. Make it make right, it. Make yeah, money, like, oh, you want a gun, then like we want to tax the license. fuck out of everything else. That's fun, right? We license, tax cars, we tax weed, we tax booze. Yeah, I want, we tax strip clubs. Yeah, gun license, hundred bucks per gun, like. I mean, it's already OD expensive in places where it's, t- like, yeah. in Massachusetts, if you want to, like, actually buy a gun. Yeah. But, I mean, all, like, the trainings, the certifications, the going out, like, bu- the buying process and, like, getting it, you're out the door around two grand. Yeah. For, like, a Glock. You're not going to anything special. I think that's Chris Rock who said, like, make every bullet, like, a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, it was, like, like five dollars. Yeah. yeah, if he kills someone, you know he deserved it. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent in favor of that. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it work. well, that's like, I mean, it do. I ain't kill nobody if it costs me, like, I'm a bad shot. So, the five grand a bull, you're yeah, talking like I, I just, 50K. I don't, right? I hit him with a rock over him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, 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 we can't even joke about that because people are like driving cars into fucking crowds and yeah, crazy shit like that. Now. Yeah. Which, I mean, the 10 people worth, yeah, we, we, that was such a New York day. Yeah, it's and it's weird that, that you're almost that we're at this point in 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 our his in human history where like someone mows over ten people and it's like oh fuck, and then like ha- an hour later you're like, it's just like it's 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 news. An hour later in the place it happened that was, which is like again like a testament to New Yorkers and shout out to New York, but like. It's so crazy to me that a terrorist attack happened oh. and a party ensued three hours later. Yeah. That's just mostly with, That's what I mean. Like, New York. Clap yeah. it up for New York. I don't like to salute New York because I'm a thorough Bostonian. But, like, <laughs> salute to New York. But, like, how desensitized are we that that can even happen? Yeah. Like, yo, there's no way that's happening. In 1990, somebody drove a car through, like, fucking New York City, wiped out a couple of people on a sidewalk. Everything's shutting down. Yeah. yeah. The city. Eh, maybe not the whole city. It's New York. But, like, yeah. most places. At least a few down. blocks. Yeah. Milwaukee <laughs> is shutting down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's, it's weird. We're, we're in this. And the, the crazy thing is, like, yeah, well, like, it, for both of these horrendous attacks, we know that it's it, it, we're almost at the new year. Guarantee we'll see two or three more of this before January. Oh, yeah. And that's sad. It's a, what is it, 377 on the year, mass shootings? Yeah, something like that. I'd like to point out, we pointed out on this podcast before, I always like to point it out whenever it comes up in conversation. The statistical definition of a mass shooting has increased from two victims dead to four victims dead between the years of 2009 and current day. So in just eight years, they've doubled the statistic that tracks mass shooting because the numbers got so high, it was becoming difficult to track it. So even at double the rate that it used to be, it is still at 377 this year. Yeah, that's that's fucking stunning. All right, I want to hit this because we're. I I, I want to hit the the Kevin Spacey thing. Please, because, yes. Um, also, as a I, queer man, I can no longer say I want to hit Kevin Spacey. Dude, it just seems weird. Dude, I, 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 <laughs> dude, I, I love. Dude, I love Kevin Spacey. Are you a one of my favorite person? No, <sighs> I'm not. American okay. Beauty. American okay. Beauty. Uh, K-Pax, anyone seen that? A Time to Kill. Oh, a yeah. Time to yeah, yeah, Kill. Yeah, that's such a good movie. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies ever, dude. Oh, stop, stop. Uh, we still gotta be nice. We can't be nice. Oh, yeah. This is a dope actor, though. Yeah, he is. He's a dope actor. He's been mm-hmm. acting like a regular human being for a while. Yeah, and I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think, here's the thing oh, about Kevin Spacey, and I think it is, he is an extreme case of it, but... He is a case that's like is 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 more American than we speak of. A guy that can like uh, assimilate into, as a normal person throughout society and walk through and have achievements and accomplishments and have a very dark aspect to his personality. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I don't necessarily want to vilify that though. Like, I would identify with that. Yeah, I, I think and I said that. I'm not vilifying. I'm saying yeah. that he, in, in, in. Okay, so I think it's about the amount of control you exercise over that. Mm, true, uh, true. And also about like, now, control you use over that's a weird, oh, like a weird way to phrase that. I guess like the discipline and the and, yeah. and, re, and, and what uh, you use it. Not for. even discipline, just like the, the seeking to like 
to understand it and to like and to improve whatever like you're yeah. going on and in yeah. within you because we all got fucking shit internal shit that we're dealing with and um so uh, just a little background like uh on kevin spacey ever if, if you've been living under a rock uh kevin spacey initially got accused from an actor that worked on with him on like some star trek thing when he was 14 kevin spacey like tried to sexually abuse him he called him out uh after that, then a couple more allegations came out after that. Some more. Yeah, there's been, I mean, there's been stories flowing around about Kevin Spacey for a long time. Uh, a lot of the stories were just that he was queer, but there were some, like, rumors out there in the ether already uh, that he, you know, was fucking diddling kids and shit. Uh, one of the ones more famous that uh, I'd come across and more recognized, uh, supposedly that he, for a long time, uh, around 26, 27, 28 or so, uh, had a teenage boyfriend at the time who, like, would regularly, they would hook up but not have sex, you know, typical teenage sounding shit. So that, mm-hmm. you know, some things like you hear certain details and it sounds too real to be fake. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, could you hear a 16 year old saying to their 27 year old partner, I don't want to have sex yet, but I'll get, like, do oral? Like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a, a teenager yeah, to me. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, that, yeah. Um, and so. You know, there, there are stories of, you know, never that being my, the case. Never my high school. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, and then him supposedly, like, raping that young man later in their relationship. So there's a lot of fucked up shit. Again, supposedly, allegedly, whatever I'm supposed to say to not get sued. Kevin Spacey, please do not come for me. I do not have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got some Pokemon cards you can get. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. My rent's 633 a month. You can get a couple dad ads for me. That's all right. I got. Yeah. Do you guys I know anything that's happened to him since this has come out? Not like, a damn he, thing. That's, what that's what's me. crazy. That's why I don't get okay. with famous people. I feel like they get away with it, and because they have money, they can just... Well, okay, here's a... No, there has been some... Um, some um, Different things that pop up. Okay, uh, one that I think in, I want to say New York and Paris. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm mixing up between him and Harvey Weinstein, but both of them, they're like pushing forward on arresting them both. Really? Yeah, and so it's within the statute of limitation to arrest them on some of the the, uh, charges they've been accused of. Um, Two, Kevin Spacey's brother, I guess, did an interview, and he didn't mention a lot specifically on Kevin, but he mentioned on his end about their father being abusive physically, sexually, and, like, emotionally, Mm. and so forth. So, um, which a lot of people have been speculating that, like, in, in what his brother's kind of alluded to is that like Kevin got into acting to hide and to because yeah to get away from that and to get away from who he was and and it was his escape and I think like kind of like he just got lost in this thing and then in in a lot of these cases a lot of people who were victims become you know yeah yeah exactly so I don't think that we have got the full story on Kevin. I think that like he's so what's tricky about it is like do we uh, like 
on the one hand, people in the Pitchfork mob will be quick to be like, we don't need the full story. The other side is like, also though, like, do we deserve the full story? Like, as the public, like, I don't know that we have a right to know that. I think we do. We have to under. I mean, you I have think a right we have to know if somebody was like sexually assaulted as a seven-year-old. Yeah, we. I think we. I think as the humanities, we need to be able to like because because he's a, because he's committed a crime. You're saying because he committed okay. a crime and because we need That's to right. as. Uh, we need to start understanding this shit a little bit more, and I don't think it's like. It, I, mean, I think it, everybody's on board with like the abused, abused people. Like mm-hmm. that's fact. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's. I mean, I get what you're saying, but like I kind of agree with you. Like, do we need to know everything? Because I wouldn't if like knowing that like whenever something like that happens, mm. it's like public knowledge of this. Like you can go and like find out about it. I wouldn't want to come out and tell people like someone did this to me, mm-hmm. especially as a young person, and I almost feel like it should be a little more private personally mm-hmm. because then more people might come out about it and not feel like everyone's going to be looking at them and thinking of them differently. Um, or, and, and yes. I'm not saying this to belittle the subject at all, but you're, no. you're saying this as an attractive 24-year-old white woman who statistically almost guaranteedly has been sexually assaulted. As a mid-50s or 60s, how old Kevin Spacey is, white male who's rich and powerful, like... What what that must be like to say out loud to, like, you saying right. in public is like maybe 30 people. Him right. saying in public is like 30 million. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm not sure we, like, if he wants to tell us that, I, like, I, I want to know more. I agree with yeah. you. At the same time, right. like, I think it's pretty fucked up for us. To, like, on the one hand, I get it because you're right. We do, like, I want to know why you're fucking banging 14-year-olds when you're 35. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And I, it, I, I said this off air, and like this gets me in trouble. Times like I get it if you're like 22, 23, like you have like a 16, 17 year old, whatever, man. Like shit happens. Like those are blurry lines. Yeah. If you're 28, 29, 40, 50, and you're dating teenagers, yeah. like my nigga, this is a problem. Yeah. And I want to know what the problem is. And if that's part of the problem, I agree with you. Like we want to know, but I like. That's for you to work out with a therapist. That's for you to work out in rehab. That's and this is why like that becomes fuzzy. We were talking earlier. And like, it is fuzzy also just to add on that. I mean, in like like the eighteen hundreds, like right. You're forty years old, you still date a But then again, but, but then again, what's dating? You you own the age you were yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sold people like life was different. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you're out here like courting. It's like, yo man. Uh, <laughs> two goats and a bag of rice. You show me over there. No, 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 no. She's beat. She's beat, beat, beat. Half bag of rice. Half, and corn. Corn's in season. Fine. Half bag of corn. We out. <laughs> nah, that's terrible. Yeah. That's not how we date anymore, right? Yeah, like, no, no doubt. Uh, I'm just fucking old now. If you're offering up a bag of corn, but how, but I'm just saying that, like, even even still, like, how as how much has a human evolved from that? No, and I guess that, that that's my culturally point. we have evolved a lot, but the human mind and the sexuality and so forth hasn't evolved that much from then. Like if it was socially, it's still socially acceptable, and I assume in some cultures and so forth. So like I, this was a, not to sound like I'm beating a dead horse on it, but like this is why it always comes that I'm giving him any passes on that's that. That's what I mean. Like I want to make it sound like we're making excuses to fuck children. Uh, but at the same time, like, it is, to your point, it's an individual case basis, right? Yeah. It's like, you hear these stories all the time where, like, you know, some, I, when I used to work in music, uh, working, I use that very loosely, uh, mm-hmm. when I used to be a fucking scene kid in my teenage years, <laughs> it's like, do you know how many people I know who are, like, in bands who, like, 
We're in bands in high school, graduate high school. We're in bands through like 19 through 21. Yeah. And most certainly we're fucking like girls or guys or whatever who were in high school coming to shows or who they knew and went to school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is it, you know, or, or kids treating like fucking like nude Snapchats who get arrested for child pornography. Yeah. Like, there, there's always like exceptions to the rule, but at the same time, like, if you're 55 and you're trying to fuck 14 year old boys, yeah, like, get the probably fire. something's up. Yeah, and I guess, like, I don't know. I don't know how much we're supposed to know. You're right. Like, we probably yeah. need to know that. You know what we I mean? Should, we, should, we should... And, like, I, you know, I also don't want to make it sound like a, a, I would want to live in a culture that, like, prohibits people from feeling like they should disclose that. Yeah. Like, if you've been abused, you should be able to talk about that and people yeah. should be offering you help. And I think that's part of the problem. Is like, Kevin Spacey, obviously, at no point in his life and felt it, comfortable disclosing yeah. that. And this is how he acted on it. And that's a problem. And I agree with you. The fact that like he tried to scapegoat is just coming out as he's a gay man is God. That's not. That's not. The dude, you're just hiding, and this is like you, you. You're just you continue like he's been hiding his whole life, and now he tries to hide behind that as a way to. It's just like, dude, this is your moment to be like, can like take your hit on the chin. Like, but it is what he, he does not to do that. He so not he's taking his hit on the chin by admitting it and coming exactly. clean. I'm living as a gay man now. Fuck you, Kevin Spacey. For all the things I just said to give you a million and one outs. Fuck you, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. For trying to... Oh, my God. Nothing I, makes my blood boil. Like somebody taking a group of fucking people who collectively, through mm. a movement culturally over the past 25, 30 fucking mm-hmm. years, has like scraped and clawed towards like marginalized acceptance. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm just coming, well, I'm gay now. But that's what makes me diddle kids. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. That's exactly. like, oh it's my god. It's insulting. And the fact that he didn't want to, like, he had, especially in a guy in his position, he had like years and years to be part of that struggle. And now when his feet is held to the fire, he wants to be a part of that. It's like, no, no. fuck you, dude. Like, you, you've, you've been absent on this for a long time, living in the shadows with all the fucking rumors circulating about, that you wouldn't confirm when it was actually still fucking tough to be gay. So mm. fuck you. Stay in the closet. We don't want you. Yeah. That, I respect that, man. Like, fuck. That's fucking... And I'm only like a quarter yeah. gay, so I can't even speak for the rest of them. There's a bunch of niggas who hate you a lot more than I do, but fuck you, bro. Uh, what else want to hit on? Uh, we're at the hour mark, so... We want to do something, like, fairly lighter. I feel like... Yeah, know. we should. Okay. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't even do the Meek Mill. Meek Mill's gone to jail for two years. He shouldn't have violated probation. Quick thoughts on Meek Mill? Meek... Uh, I, I, I wish he wasn't going to jail. Um, the We know the justice system's not helping out any young black dude from the inner city, especially with the amount of chances he's gotten. Uh, just people who went their whole life without committing crimes, you just had to follow a few simple rules as a rich dude because stayed in Philly and just got laid and got you know, had strippers and hookers come and blow come to your house for a couple of years yeah, on probation. Or not blow because he's on probation. But you could just like chill out. I mean, out. blow's on your system in two days, bro. You could just fucking chill out for fucking like another two years. It's it standard advice I give everybody in life as somebody who's committed a lot of crimes, interacted with plenty of people in and out of the criminal world and the justice system all over. If you're on probation, just obey the rules of your probation. Yeah. I, I can't. It, there's nothing I can do for you once you're on probation if you're going to violate your probation. It's called probation because you're on a probationary period, meaning you're promising not to fuck up. And what usually happens if you're on probation is if you're on probation for a long enough time and then you have to go back to court for some shit and you haven't fucked up, 
they let you go. Yeah. Not all the time. I'm not saying that the justice system is lenient, but if you're making a whole bunch of money and you haven't done anything else wrong and you're representing the city well, yeah. and you're an income source for the like biggest city in the state, yeah. my nigga, they gonna let you go. Yeah. <laughs> just chill at home for like yeah. a minute. You just it, like went through a hella bad breakup, just like sip on some lean, watch a good movie, wow, have a good yeah. cry, whatever yeah. you wanna do. And if I'm on probation and I'm rich, like what I'm chilling out, dude. Just like invite all the strippers to my place. Or invite nobody. That's what I mean. Play some fucking FIFA. You know what's hard? It's being broke on probation. (laughs) (laughs) I was broke on probation, couldn't smoke weed, like, because I was getting drunk. That shit was terrible. I had to go to class every day and work 60 hours a week, couldn't smoke weed, didn't have a license. If I can do that shit, fuck you. All your money. You're just beating off for 12 hours. Nigga, you have no idea. (laughs) Uh, 9.30 a.m., 9.30 p.m. Let's go. This is how Just easy like a Half a vegan probation, he's piping out Nicki Minaj. That's it's like, dude, you deserve go and you fuck that up too. Yeah. At least six months. <laughs> I don't agree with two years. Yeah, two years. He doesn't four. need two years. I, I, don't, I, I, I believe that jail in, should be like if you're a danger to society, you should be in jail. If not, there should be some other options for you. And, and I, so I don't believe. Let's just make it clear. I don't believe that Meek Mill should go to jail. I don't. I don't believe he's a dangerous society. He is a danger. Yeah, he if didn't you do a rapper talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. You can't be beating up people in the street though, especially yeah. on probation. Yeah. I get that's the tough guy thug shit that like that is Meek Mill's brand. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't like do what A Boogie did. You see how A Boogie jumped little B. They jumped him with, like, Vans on and, like, some soft Chuck Taylors, <laughs> yeah. like, some Yeezys. Like, Little B was good. There was a couple bruises, yeah. no scratch. Nobody's pressing charges for that. <laughs> right. Like, you can't be... Don't be stopping niggas on Timberlands anymore. Yeah, no. In 2006, my G. Yeah. The fuck you thinking? Right, so, right. so to me, man, I hope you get home soon. Yeah. But, like, do 30 oh. days, clear your head up, my nigga. Yeah, hopefully he... Stop I mean, he's trained. at least under two... So hopefully he gets out in two and he... Yeah, I mean, if he's doing two to four, two, two, two then you can get out a, a third, I think it is, in, in yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So he could be out. Uh, like, unless it, is it federal? Is it, if, he's, if he's doing federal, then he has to do the whole... I'm yeah, not I'm sure. sure. You had to do 90%, 95% of the federal. Is that what it is? Jeez, it's only yeah. a third in county. Oh, no. It's fe- if you do, if he's, I, I'm not sure if he has a federal conviction or it's just like a... a What's know. the original charge for it, do you know? I thought it was a gun uh, thing. Yeah, I think it's a gun thing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so which may be federal. Yeah, that's, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Well, so, hope, you, yeah. hope it's not federal. Hope you get home soon. If you yeah. don't, look forward to that uh, over the phone album. And he's gonna be huge when he comes out. I mean, Boosie did. Yeah. A lot of times, as long as he has a, a well, hit. Boosie's a much better rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as long as he has a hit. I hope he's on. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I, I'm not a real big Meek Mill fan. You gotta watch my Drake. You've been irrelevant for a while, and now you fuck it up. So oh, I, I hope that's a huge comeback. He comes out. Yo. He comes out of prison, and and Drake's still big. Him and them make up, and they Drake and do him and them make up, or does he come out with like the fire? I've been sitting no, on this no, for four years. This no, you can't Drake. Yeah, if, no, if, me, if, if Drake's still big. He has to come that out. For, that works for right, me. Right, Drake. Uh, uh, yep, he work with Remy with Fat Joe. Write fucking Drake a letter, like blah blah blah. You know, whatever. Like when I get out, let, let's do a record. Meek Mill and Drake record as soon as he comes out. Boom. <laughs> Him yeah, and Gucci. Boom. That's like, why fucking, I'm surprised yeah. my G. should have much Boom, left. So. Yeah. And two, but music is weird. In two years, two in two years, the kids sound could be a whole the, different. It, dude, the kids that are fourteen now who's listening to Lil Uzi. Are listening to whoever 
I mean, they're they're 16 now. The 16 I mean, year olds, 18. That's what I mean. Like, I think that wave will continue, but like, it's gonna be weird when the kids who are 15 now listening to Little Uzi or 22 and listening to Little yeah. Uzi. Yeah, it makes me really worried for what 14 year olds. They won't. They won't look at Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Who the 16 year olds that were listening to Soldier Boy? Just but like, uh, okay, Soulja I'll put your point right back to you. 16 year old you was getting down to Soldier Boy at like a school dance for sure, right? No, 16 me. I was listening to DMX. Yeah, yeah so, I was 16 okay. I remember Soja Boy playing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go to the school dance or were you so hipster that you didn't go to the school oh. dance? I was to school dance. Okay, so when the school when you was at the school dance or maybe in college for you was at the club yeah. and Soja Boy came on, fair to say everybody our age wiles out to Soulja Boy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I be I'm a little old too old for Soulja Boy. Okay, um, give me a so reference. So it was a, so it, it was like I'm a weird ch- I was all Jay Z. Wu Chang. You was not at the party to Jay Z, dog. You was not at yeah, the dance no. for the day. Yeah, Fifty Cent. Uh, Fifty, okay. Yeah. Uh, who was? It, it, I'm at a Actually, club. Jay had some records in the. Yeah, the, Jay the, had records. So, season, like in okay. the club, in the club, it was like, um, uh, Jay Nelly. Okay, Nelly. Um, okay, no, fuck, stop. Nelly's perfect example. Mm-hmm. Hot in here comes on. Everybody loses their shit. You're 16 <laughs> yeah. years old, right? Yeah. 18 years old, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hot here comes on today. Everybody still loses their shit yeah. in the exact same delusional way. Yeah. What I'm saying is, kids nowadays will end up doing that with like all my friends are dead. All my friends are dead is gonna come on in ten years, and you're gonna see a bunch of twenty-seven year olds with like Kool-Aid stained dreadlocks that they cut out. Yeah. Be like, oh shit, you made this shit. This is my shit. Yeah. And we're all going to be sitting there like fucking kids because we're all going to be 40 years old judging the fuck out of them just like we're doing now. That's what I mean. That's just how that shit evolves. Everybody who's 45 looks at us the I, same way when Country Grammar comes on. I have I have an ejection. Um, it's off topic, but I picture, I always talk about this with my friends, like when we're in the nursing home, like, you know, you hear, oh, yeah. you know, I worked in a nursing home, so there'd be someone singing some like 20 song, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like snapping their fingers. And I'm like... Like, we talked about all my friends are dead. Yeah. Playing that in the nursing home. Yo, and it's like, that would be, be so lit. good. That would be lit. Margaret's dead. So, if Will lose, he makes it to 75. I really need him to do all my friends are dead. And like, a, like a reunion tour kind of thing. Oh, oh my God. Like Coachella. Let me have Coachella at 75. Okay. Wait, oh, my friends are dead. Fuck, yeah. man. They're really dead. But, like, I don't even remember the original example. But, but like, for instance, like, Genuine was huge. That, yeah. Still Pony is huge. Still Pony yeah. is going to get played every night at every club. Yeah. But, like, he's not making music now. That's fair. I, I see your point. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. All right, we were. Baby Bash and Frankie J just came out with a new album. Speaking of niggas who oh, shouldn't yeah. be making music yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's just like, dude. Come on. Like, get it, get it. Them niggas still got money, though. Salute to them. Yeah, but like, yeah. Dude, just take that money and invest in some real estate. No, that's what they should be doing, like Matt Holmes. <laughs> that's, I was watching Mary the other day. They that is the way to do it. If I get Remember bread. Baby Bash? Sugar, sugar, how you get so no. fly? Shake it like it's what? Was that shake it like it's what? Like, uh, no. no. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like, oh, you, have you been, okay. I'm it's clearly like the only club, on this podcast. It's like the strip club anthem. It's like, shake it. Oh, fuck. I'll play it later. Hey, I'll put it. Way I'm going to edit in this Baby Bass song into it. Oh, yes. <laughs> My nigga Larry would know. We were in a strip club. We were like, what the fuck is this? And it was a dope ass song. It was uh, Baby Bash. And I think it was, uh, um... Who the fuck? Slim Thug. What? Strip? Slim Thug and Baby Bash? They're together? Yeah. It's okay. like, uh, it's like, where did you hear this? Or something. In a strip club. Like, where though? In like, Cleveland. 
Yeah, and we were like, I, I was like, I'll find this song. We're gonna do a, like an episode of degeneracy because I want to get in all because strip club culture fascinates me. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm, I, don't, I don't be in the strip club. I know you were. I'd be in the oh, okay. I go to strip clubs, and when I'm in my, do you be in the strip club? That's a good question. I went one time. Just in, once. Yeah, no, I How did. It was ago? in Montreal. I met some people. I went Connect, Canada strip club. Yeah, here in Montreal. Yeah, you go it do was a really club, good. That's... And I like, I met these people at a hostel, and they were like, "Come on, we're going to strip club." So I was like, "Okay, I've never been, whatever." So this like dude bought me a lap dance, and I had fun. Okay. Strippers I, love girls in this. Yeah, strip club. Yeah, 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 girl strip club. Always lit. It was nice, but was it like a nice strip club? Was it, it like a sketchy? Slip? It was sketchy, but okay. the girl was hot. So because okay, he was okay. like, "Pick out a girl that you like," and I was. There's like, nothing worse than a nice strip club with ugly strippers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can do the ugly yeah. strip club with nice strippers. That's cool. I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, well, the, the paint's pee. Like, I get why you're saggy tits. That's funny. You know what I mean? So, like, okay, so strip club culture is different. So, like, so I'm, yeah, you're a strip club guy. You'd be, like, in the strip well, club. I'm not trying to put No, I'm You'd be there occasionally. I, I'm there occasionally. And, like, How if, often are you in the strip club? Okay, if, 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 if I go to Vegas, like, at least once a year. I'm de- we're definitely going to strip club. I have no idea what a baller Chris is on the low. I, like, no, I'm just this I'm average not. guy. This guy's such a baller. No, it's, 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 it is a sacrifice. It's like, yeah, Rinse going to be late this month. I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, like, Vegas, I'm going to go to strip club. And, yeah, like, and we're, gonna, we're just going to fucking go ham. And, like, my boys know. Like, everyone knows. How ham is ham? Because, okay, so uh, be honest for our listenership. Are you actually, like, a normal guy? Or do you have, like, when you go to Vegas, is this some, like, you got, like, somebody else? Somebody like throw around a little bit and be stupid. No, no I'm just gonna take that L that month. Right, so like, <laughs> like when, you, when you go wild out and like we're going ham in the strip club, how much is going ham? Okay. Uh, and are you throwing money the whole time, or are you buying dances? Okay, so oh, this is this, is a, this has got to be my favorite episode of the podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited. So uh, I'm sorry you had to listen for a minute. The and, worst and on the here. worst night. Um, I think I. This is a and I and I had anxiety. He making this all stressful like this isn't the no, wild like, flex. No, like on the worst night, you know, it's just no, like light like, twenty pants. No, and that twenty <laughs> like like on the on the bad okay. One of my boys threw like on the threw out two grand in the night. <gasps> Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, and I was I was and we had and we had a it was an issue. And now you said one of your boys. What what you cause here's the thing, if you're with your boy and your boy throws two grand, think, you can't throw like ten bucks. No, I think I think on that night I probably I didn't spend more than like probably at max I, I, I threw like four hundred. Oh, that's not bad. But I mean that's I, bad. That's but not I've, that I've, bad. I've, I've I've had a night where like I've, I've, it's it's gotten to the thousand. <laughs> and it was just like <laughs> I'm sorry, your face got getting out of here. Well, it was, it was, yeah. it's just, it was, it was like I, I, I re- instantly regretted it. I had anxiety for like a fucking month. Oh, that, legitimately, I was, I was depressed. Was this also in Vegas? Or was this? It was in Vegas. Okay. Uh, and I was like, I was legitimately like depressed for a month. And I was like, what the? Had fuck? you won like a bunch of money, or was this like out of pocket money? It, this, I won a little bit of money, but it was mostly out of pocket. This is like that should have went to bills. <laughs> <laughs> you were up like four hundred and feeling yourself and spending yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it was just like it was just it was it was just bad. Okay. And, I, and 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 I and I, and, I, and, I, and so it was a learning lesson because I was like that shit is never gonna fucking happen. Like 
And so how'd you get like play? Was it like you got like hella dancing or you bought like bottles? Like how do you spend a, like it was, it, was, it was it was all of the above. We just we, it was just one of those nights where everyone just like fuck it, and then it's like we we, we end up meeting friends out that we didn't think we would meet out, and then like yo we look over it. It was in it, it was on a Sunday. Okay, so like we were, it, this is a crazy Sunday thing. Sunday for motherfucking real. So like okay, the thing with so like we we we'll go to Vegas like once a year. And so, like, we'll go for, like, a long weekend, and usually, like, we'll fly in on a Wednesday or Thursday, and we'll kick it Wednesday, Thursday. We'll go to a pool party on, like, uh, Friday, Saturday. We'll go out at night, and we'll kick it. And then, like, Sunday's always, like, the chill night. Mm-hmm. Sunday's just, like, this is to get, grab a dinner, chill out, just talk, catch up. We'll and it never ends up like that. It's always, <laughs> like, it's always like, by s- Vegas, nigga. What you it, it, and it's always a fucking word. It's, it's, it's Sunday. Historically has been like the night that we're just like, yeah, we're gonna keep it chill. And then it's six o'clock in the morning and the sun's coming up and you're down like so much money. <laughs> and it's like, it, it, I literally, I, 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 I can't, that, that weekend, that weekend, that's been so much money. And I, I like landed in Boston I laid in bed for three days, and I was—I just had a, a three-day panic attack. Jesus. Yeah, I swear it was <laughs> awful. Buddy. It was awful. It was awful. It was the worst three days of my life. Uh, but it was so a lesson for you men out there: don't spend do money on sex. That's what happens. To you. It, it don't. Yeah, yeah. So like, all right. So um, that was the max. But like, so like, I only go to strip clubs like in like Vegas or if I'm in Miami. Or, that makes sense. Yeah, or, or Canada. Canada's legit and shit like that. Or, like, someone's around. They sure goes out here is not that bad, but, like, it only if, like, my friends are up and shit like that, then we'll, like, we'll I think goes around actually kind of like. Yeah, like, they're, not they're not bad. They're not bad. The last talk that I heard was really nice, and I want to go because girls, well, girls get in for free, whatever. And my friends, go, my friend goes all the time. Go to the show Let's time? go right now. We should like, go. I would yeah. go. No. Okay, well, I'm down to go. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We should definitely have an adventure. And we should. Go. That would yeah. be fun. <laughs> it, it would be fucking fun. <laughs> But yeah, that's my that's Hi girlfriend listening at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a show club. Uh but alright, no, so Yeah, but I'm at I was never a show club guy. I was like, why am I paying money? But it's just like the fucking throw cash. It's like It's fun. Uh, it's just fun, dude. You're with your boys. It, it's a different culture. It's like with your boys, you're like, don't get it's just that ultimate like I don't give a shit. Like we'll just Nothing matters. We'll toss his do, money. We do you do you it. throw money or do you like gently place on the edge of the stage? You that guy? Because uh, I feel like throwing money is almost like disrespectful. Like, yeah, I was gonna say. I hope you just. <laughs> no, see, like I you do a little tent there with a couple of no, pills. They like, don't, do they do don't do? get. We do. Yeah, yo, I see this one dude. No bullshit. Was folding like full, it was like five dollar geese all night. Yeah. See, my nigga had like a coin that like some bitches would know like who tipped him. That's awesome. And I was like, yo, like you are here way too much to have that kind of strategy, but like I salute you, my G. Like Yeah, I mean I don't I don't I try not to throw it just cause it's just ridiculous. I don't also, you can't a little throw bit a right. bill really. You no, you just get, you just like toss it oh, out. Oh you, yeah, yeah, you just make you got a stack? I mean you you throw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but it's it. never it's never it's never a good scenario. You never you never leave See, that I'm situation. Too, I'm too like stingy with my money for I am too. I, I, I can't have a stack it's, it's of money just, to throw it like that. No, I strictly, it's just those environments. It's my, it's, it's Vegas, it's Miami, and you're just like, you're just in this, you just, you just spent all day on the beach or in a pool, like, you're around the most, like, beautiful women, 
in the world and you just fucking just had the greatest night at a club and then you're just like, yo, let every, let's just go to the strip club, dude. And everyone's like, fuck it, dude. Whatever, man. Whatever happens tonight. This is what things things get weird. I'm also like, this sounds super creepy to even say out loud. Like now that I have a thought in my head, I uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever, I think once, once or twice. Very rarely have I ever gone to a strip club with other people. Right. Uh, Cause so like, cause I just like that's the point I find weird. Like, yeah. at no other point in my life would I gather with a group of my friends, mm-hmm. go find a woman I don't know, mm-hmm. shout at her to shake things at me, <laughs> and then throw money at her. And yeah. in no scenario does that sound appropriate or even really yeah. that inviting. That, yeah. that just seems weird to me. Yeah. But my favorite thing in the world is to get really high and watch guys who do that. <laughs> and so I'll just get like lit. But it, like, <laughs> like I, you, you said, like we like super effects. You almost get like panicky or whatever. Uh, yeah. So you can imagine. Well, that and that. It, like, desexualizes it, 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 the setting. Yeah. Which is dope. Because yeah. now I'm just in there, and I'm the only <laughs> one looking at, like, all these beautiful women, like, what's up, ladies? Like, you're real people. Nice to see you. And then I'm just, like, looking into the crowd, and there's just, like, 22-year-old bro guy, like, literally standing on his chair cheering, take it off! And I'm just like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> there's a married guy trying to hide his ring behind his back. It, it, you know what it, I mean? It is. It's someone should fucking study that because it is a weird thing to where, like, you see guys, you see guys in the rawest form to where they're just, like, re- you see their creepiness at yeah. every level, and it's like, you see their inability to be, like, socially intelligent. And you see exactly what kind of guy they are. Yeah. Because so that's a perfect reflection I'm creepily lurking in the shadows, judging others yeah. while also side gazing pussy. That's yeah, exactly that, who I am in real life. There was some old guy <laughs> sitting right at the stage, and you know, she was like, you know, legs open, like doing everything for him, and I was just like, you know, he comes here every night. Like I was just looking at him, and he's just like, uh, and I was like kept giving her money and he was gross and I just felt bad for her because oh, I'm like yeah. at least if there's someone attractive it must be a little bit nicer yeah you can be. play along yeah but like this is just like pure like ugh. I was worried about that with but, this mustache on my face so I go to a strip club it's like I'm used to being fairly attractive <laughs> and playing along I'm definitely creepy as fuck with this Matt and I will once it grows out by the end of the month it's gonna be a, it's oh, gonna yeah. be a liability yeah <laughs> no, yeah it's it's a lot though but here's the thing um you wonder because you look at some of those guys and, and like like I I go in if I go in a strip club I am in complete acceptance that like yeah these girls don't want it this is a job for them they don't want to be doing this but they're like or they like it kind of and then like it's money and they know that they can like work it and shit like that and and work money out but there's, you look at some guys and they're like are they that like low in social IQ that they don't realize that this is a whole illusion. This is a game. Yeah. And that like and but some people don't. So like really some people are like, yeah, no, like they she likes me. I think I it's like Have you ever got roped no. in? Rope um I have by a hooker, not by a stripper. Huh? I told you my hooker story. We talked yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's never happened with a stripper. I don't I'll I, tell you that another time. Okay. <laughs> I'm 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 too I'm as super skeptic. So like I even even if even if I like thought that like yeah like there's been times where like you you think like okay well like this is more than like just like her just trying to get money but I'm just like I I never I always assume that it's just about like the no that's yeah. that's the it's same assumption I yeah exactly it is your so, job it's like it is you know what they I actually saw this like documentary off topic a little bit but other way around where like um it, I think it was in Japan. And they had, like, 
the men didn't even strip. Yeah, they yeah, just like could. like it's like they play their like boyfriend. They play oh, this like boy. Hey, yeah, cool. and they like go up, Yeah, and they like get these like rich girls, and they just come out and it's like yeah, they just treat them like they're yeah. It's weird, but it's like basically mm. like a it's like a strip club, but yeah. for women because yeah. you know women crave like. And it's like attention. a different type of attention. Yeah. Most women. It's like wealthy know, women yeah. with these 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 guys that like come out and they, they treat them really nice and buy them drinks and like. Bro, I nice. could be caking in Japan. I know. <laughs> I don't know how the Negro market is out there. Yeah, yeah I don't think I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like every porn. Right? You got a yeah, niche if you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was trying to be the only black boyfriend in Japan. I just come over. I'm buying like twelve different girls' tea. Yeah. And like, documentary not to be like oh but they were like because some of the girls do you remember that they were actually like hookers too because they go there afterwards yo that's yeah. crazy like the hookers they didn't like the black there? guys they said uh, something about uh, it not to be a jerk yo, but like no, if you were something god damn it I'm not even trying to be racist <laughs> Asian, Asian sex workers I shouldn't say hookers Asian yeah. sex workers very, like very commonly don't service black clients and yeah. I don't know what that's about I'd love to ask somebody because every time I've tried to ask anyone I show up and I'm black dude they're running away uh, yeah. and I'm not that scary I don't no, I'm not here I'm not even trying to hire you I just want to ask questions uh, you know what I mean and it's like I don't know I, I see that in ads all the time, uh, you know, so it's back page. Uh, you, know, I mean, like, you see that shit all the time. I'm very curious about that. Like, is Backpage shut down now? No, nah, Backpage still popping, bro. Oh, word. Yeah, no, no. Shout out to everybody getting roses. <laughs> What's roses? Dinero, son. Oh, is that the, like, oh, the yeah, word? God, bro. I'm I'm putting way too much of my life out of that. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah. Is that, is that, okay, we're, we're like at almost an hour and a half, but yeah. like, so is that like so roses like cold word that like they for be, money yeah so they like uh, so I need like two hundred roses yeah they'll be like oh like hour of my time bring two hundred roses you know it's a lot more explicit than that at this point but really? that's how it, like got started yeah fuck that's yeah. interesting yeah because well, uh, you always show up with flowers for a check right yeah you know, uh, uh, that's the idea uh, what if someone brought really two hundred roses like, yo that, I've always wanted to do that I've always, <laughs> but I want to do this for like a wicked high end call girl uh, it's like eight hundred roses so you show like. Eight hundred, and she's like, "No, I remember." I was like, "Bitch, this cost more than eight hundred dollars." You know how much roses cost? She was eight hundred stems. You fucking kidding me? I better get a blowjob out of this. Fuck. Lose a hand job. Right, I'm saying twerking for me something. Like shit. Nah, that's fucked up. But not like this. Like code slang and like the like lowbrow like. Sex worker internet is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, people looking to party with the capital T, looking for fucking crystal meth. Uh, like, all sorts of shit. Like, yeah. I don't know any of this. This is very uh, interesting. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, is people, interesting. People looking to go skiing this weekend. Like, that's always common. That's not, that's, you know, oh, yeah. Fucking coke. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, you see all that shit, I'm just like, yo, you niggas out here doing all the worst things. <laughs> Fuck, I should point out, I really only discovered like this subworld. Uh-huh. I swear to God, like innocently looking for a massage when I was younger, because uh-huh. I went to go get like a real massage and it cost like a hundred dollars an hour. Uh-huh. And like I was always on Craigslist buying like cars and looking for jobs and shit. So I was like, oh, they have massages? Like, and then yeah. I like read these massages and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like seventeen. I was like, my nigga. This so is did you go? To, so did you go get a massage and end up getting a blowjob? I've definitely gotten a Robin Tug on more than one occasion. <laughs> I figured if you're giving massage yeah, on like back page and it's uh, like. No, I've never. 
got the, let me clear that up right now. I've got a Backpage massage. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I know that Backpage exists and have like laughed at ads on Backpage. I've never <laughs> hired anyone from Backpage for literally anything. <laughs> uh, I have got massage a blowjob. No, 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 no massage, no car, no blowjob, no acting <laughs> jobs, no that. Uh, no, I've definitely gotten massages via Craigslist because like honestly, it's a lot of like sketchy massage parlors that are like. Uh, opened by immigrants who don't have marketing budgets, mm. and you go, and it's like, I would say it's like 80 20 mm. rub and tug. Right. It's like 80%, I get like normal ass massage, it's like a pretty good massage, and you can always tell when it's a rub and tug place because like the, the massage is on point the first like nine minutes, mm. and as soon as they get to like your mid shoulder blades, you can tell like they're not quite sure how to navigate them correctly, mm. and then you know, and it's like, uh, all right, <laughs> let's see how the massage goes, yeah. and it's like. My rule is always like, I'm never asking. Yeah. If you go for it, sure. <laughs> I ain't mad. I'll tell so, a little better. Yeah. But like, so I'm not, I can't believe I'm talking about this on air. My mother's gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, I would, I would never ask for one, and I would never intentionally go to a place just to get one. I've never been back to a place where I've gotten one. Oh, okay. I, uh, okay, I. I I've never done anything like that, but like, do you think that they like do that to girls? Like, I've asked like people because I'm like, I feel like I know, it would be weird. Like, for, they wouldn't. No, I know for a fact. I, I've I've known I know somebody who was like, just back it up, make that a real sentence. I know somebody who worked professionally as a masseuse for a long time. Uh, she was actually sexually harassed by her, her job and a couple of her clients at work. Uh, and, like, in the process of kind of, like, recovering from that, started her own niche, like, exotic massage business. Yeah. Uh, started doing that on the side. Uh, and, oddly enough, a lot of her clients over time were actually women. Uh, and what it turns out to be is usually it's women or, like, middle-aged men. Uh, and it's people who don't have, like, a lot of human touch in their lives. Mm-hmm. They're really seeking not so much, like like the sex of it but just like the intimacy of being touched yeah. by another person yeah. and a lot of times that's so overwhelming it becomes sexual yeah. so like she would tell me like she would have all these sexual encounters with like mostly her female clients because it's like you know this married woman who her husband hasn't looked at her in nine years and like she's too scared to cheat and like she like got a massage and somebody touched her for the first time and literally you know 11 months yeah. and all of a sudden she's coming all over the place and the two of them are getting into it and it's like it's not weird it's like this safe thing between consenting adults but it's like shamed in the eyes of the world and yeah, like it's tenfold ri- it's ridiculous okay in in the, in the way we look at it as a society and we look at sex and touch like the fact okay the fact that like if you don't touch a, a, a newborn baby for like when they're born from like you know till they reach a certain age of maturity mm. that baby is most likely gonna die like you they need touch so like as a human like you need touch and the fact that we like like put all this like emphasis on sexual touch as if it's something yeah. like oh like no people need to be touched they need to be rubbed people need sex and the fact that like if if, if her husband is not doing that right. then like or his wife is not doing that then I have he should be going out he it's, it's well and everybody should explore like what other those outlets are I yeah. feel like People should communicate first, then go into yeah. that. Because, but, like, but I think a lot, a lot of the problem is, like, yeah. in, in, you know, you're, say you're married for 14 years, you got a couple of kids with somebody. How, like, how difficult, I mean, everybody's been in this position, I'm sure, at some point in some relationship. How difficult is it to turn to your partner and be like, I'm not sexually satisfied with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, once you've had that conversation, how many times do you feel like you've actually left that conversation? Either A, knowing how to fix that, or B, with permission to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, here's something I can do without your permission, really, that nobody's going to really know about. Yeah. And it's like, 
safe. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with, you know what I mean? And it's like, I think that's like the out for a lot of people, which is shitty. You should just talk to your partner. Right. You, know like you, you committed to them. You love them. Like, mm-hmm. I have a friend that is asexual. Like, she got married. She's asexual, and the husband is actually um, going through, like, the change, you know, whatever. And they talked about everything, and she was like, I don't want the to. change? Like, transition? Transition, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And, you like, said, I didn't know. I'm sorry. When you yeah, said yeah, asexual, like, I thought you meant, like, uh... She is, and he's going to become a woman. But, like, they talked about everything I'm sorry. First. When you say asexual, you mean, like... She like, doesn't want to have sex. Okay, that's what I thought you meant. I thought you meant... She's not interested. Like, she did at first, but then she's not. Okay, no, that's why... And... A lot of people use asexual instead of non-binary, and I was getting confused with oh, the transgender thing. That's why I... Yeah. Sorry. No, <laughs> But, like, she told him that, so then she was like... He was like, well, I want to have sex. So yeah. she was like okay, we can be in an open relationship. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and do that. And I think that's a a dull way to go about something. Like, everyone has different needs or different feelings and just talk about it and then go from there. And if it doesn't work, then leave each other. Don't go behind someone's back. In my opinion. So our listeners who are listening at home and have heard prior episodes, you know how hard she's preaching to the choir right now. He's super, like, oh, like, you know, free, open to that. I, the idea of monogamy, I think, is detrimental to yeah. 90% But that's fine. Right. That's exactly I, why I, you talk about that, That's why you tell whoever you're with. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know what? When I date or whatever, if I'm talking to people, I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, blah, blah, blah. If someone wants to get into a... A relationship or whatever. I'm in one now, but like before, monogamous, it's monogamous. like monogamous. And I'm sorry, I can't speak, but like, okay. no. um, but like before then, uh, there have been a few encounters where people get weird about certain things, and I'm like, well, I'm telling you, so it's your choice. That, that's yeah. fine. You yeah. don't have to talk to me or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just think like communicate because like if you feel that way, like and I don't, yeah. then it would never work, obviously. So yeah. then you end it. And do it with someone else that feels that way. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. And I guess, like, I would also challenge, regardless of how you feel, if you find somebody you really love, examine why you feel that way. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, you know, there are plenty of people I know who've been in poly or open relationships most of their lives. And have, but one of my best friends, my friend, and I won't air her out because she might be on the podcast one day and we'll talk about mm-hmm. uh, But, like, but we're thinking about you. Hey, <laughs> about you. But, like, she, she's been, like, a mostly open or poly situation for most of her life and just recently kind of, like, settled back into monogamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it's a good fit for her. She seems happy. She seems healthy. Like, everything's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but for other people, I think there are a lot of people who've been in monogamous relationships their whole life and, like, the best thing that could ever happen to them and then is them being in an open relationship. Yeah, and I think one of the things sure. a lot of people limit themselves on is like they think you need to find all sorts of fulfillment in one type of person. And the only, the only thing I really preach about open relationships and why I think it's valuable is like it allows you to have every kind of relationship with every single person. Uh, and that's not to say that you shouldn't have a primary person. Like my girlfriend, like nobody's replacing my girlfriend. And if any of these bitches or dudes out there or non-binary people out there who I want to fuck with have a thought in their head that they could ever come close to replacing my girlfriend, they've lost their motherfucking minds. And I will be very upfront about that. But that being said, that doesn't mean like I don't want deep, meaningful, impactful, sometimes sexual connections with like lots of other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's lots of dope people to interact with. My girlfriend's awesome at a lot of shit. She's also not awesome at a lot of shit. Just like every other human <laughs> being. Every yeah, yeah. Human you know what I mean? She's terrible at basketball. You know what I mean? It's like, her, you know what I mean? her crossover is awful. Yeah, her crossover is cheeks, bro. Like, no hand, no left hand. Yeah. Shit, I got no left hand. <laughs> My point. Um, all right. 
We're an hour and a half. Is yeah. there any other important things you want to touch on before we get out of here? This has been a wildly all over the place podcast. Yeah, but it's been a good one. This has been a good one. It's been. I, I enjoyed this. Um, no, we should probably cut it off. You guys have digested enough of our bullshit. And this is your this is your prize. You get to shut the fuck up and. Well, no, I, I have to ask our our final four questions oh, for all yeah, our guests. No, I'm trying to oh, find God. them where the fuck I saved them. Oh, yeah. uh, you don't remember what any of them are, dude. I do now. Oh, of man. course not. And where the fuck did I write these down? This is why I have 86 fucking memos <laughs> in my phone, and none of them are ever the right memo, even though I have specifically a podcast memo. Uh, me two seconds. No, I really don't have them. I have no idea. I actually do have a bunch of other questions I do want to ask. Hi, would you just... Okay. Uh, so we always do a final four questions, people, which I do one on relationships, one on culture, one on race, and one on politics, because that's most of what we cover on this podcast. Okay. Are you ready? I guess. <laughs> You're ready. Uh, we're gonna, we'll start with race, because that's, that's the fun one to give to white people, because that's... All right. Uh, do you use the N-word when you're singing lyrics that have them in it? No. No. I Why? do not say the N-word because as I was raised, was, you do not say it and it's inappropriate and it's not very nice to say. So Do you I believe don't. that in all circumstances? Like, have you ever, have you ever used the N-word? I have to my boyfriend because he is black and he constantly says it to me because he knows I don't like it. So when I'm if he does something and I'm joking, I'll throw it in there and he's always like, "Whoa, she said it!" Like because I always Yo, say, I, I don't, "Don't say it around me." And I told him, "Don't call me that because I don't like it." I'm imagining that in like these like relationshipy settings where that just might go one step too far. Fold the towels, nigga. It's a whoa. Yes, a massa. He says that to me too. I never say anything. He's like, yes, massa. Have you heard that? Have you guys listened to Childish Gambino's stand up? No, I haven't. Oh my god! All right, so this is funny part, Uh, and it's uh, he's just like he's talking about like dating a white girl, and he was just like about like uh, her saying like. He's like, fuck me with that nigger dick. Oh, yeah. He was like, I, I feel sad that you have never experienced that. I come so hard. <laughs> it's great, yeah, but it's weird. Yeah. It's, great, it's great for six and a half seconds. And then yeah. as soon as that seven second ends, it's fucking uncomfortable. Wait, do you guys watch um, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. The one where he has sex with that woman and she's like... So anti-Semitic. Yes, yeah. and he's like, his friend walks in and is like... She's like Palestinian or something like oh dude. Oh, yeah, that is so uh, it's a Larry David, dude. dude. Yeah. Larry like, shout out to Larry David, dude. <laughs> that's he's the king. Yeah, everyone hating on his Holocaust joke and suck a dick. Yeah, yeah seriously, I go agree. fuck yourself. You got the other ones there? Uh oh yeah, here. Right. Uh you wanna do politics, relationships, or culture next? Well, I don't really know much about politics, so go with that. We'll get that no, out that, of the way. No, that's an easy one to ask. Everybody the same question all the time. And today is especially good because it's election day. hope everybody out there voted in your local election. If you didn't, you're a terrible American. I don't want to hear shit about protesting the flag or patriotism or any of that fake bullshit oh, you spew. I won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> you fake fucks. It might have, yeah, yeah, it is definitely election day here, too. So you guys suck. Uh, when's the first time you voted? And who'd you vote for? Uh, like, first election you voted in? The first election... It's, and do you think it was a good vote? I know I voted f- against 
Obama actually the first time because when I don't remember what year it was but it was um I was pretty young I think I was like 18 or something like I yeah. think it was like right, right, right hipster is true and yeah. um no 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 like my family is very conservative and everything I feel like I was very close-minded and just listened to what my parents said so it's Mitt Romney so it's Mitt Romney that, yeah. I think that's who it was and Wait, like was Ron, um, Ron, oh yeah because you're younger than me so your, your, your first very, Obama was Romney yeah, not McCain I was, I was thinking McCain yeah. yeah I was very like um I just kind of like went with like uh what my parents said or kind of thing and then when I hit like it was like two years later. I was just kind of like, "Fuck." Because <laughs> yeah. I never believed. I feel like I never truly believed it, but I just kind of did it because uh, they knew what you know? was right. Yeah. And then um, I was like, you know, like my parents are kind of like, they don't ever listen. So, but like, they're against kind of like gays and everything, really. And then like I Your parents are gonna be pissed on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, my parents, like if they knew like some stuff about me, like my parents, I don't really tell them a lot. Mm. So, yeah. but um, like. I just kind of was like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want to do, and became in- more independent yeah. than obviously what I was for a very long time, even though I never really believed <laughs> it, but I kind of just did it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of shitty, but it's, like, true. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's you know? I got bullied into voting for Obama the first time, to be honest with you. I didn't want to, I was, this sounds crazy in retrospect, like, I was a pretty big John McCain guy at 18, I very much, like, got talked into voting for Obama by, like, my family and, like, close friends at the time. Yeah, it's kind of funny uh, how you're so yeah. easily influenced oh, and, when you're and Sarah Palin, I should clear that up. Once, uh, uh, once Sarah Palin was announced, that was the end of that case. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, true, true story, I'm talking about, like, 18 in the ignorant, just, like, not knowing how the world works. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, like, wait, I, no. I just thought that was John sad, McCain was might die in office, and I didn't want her in charge. Like, he was old, and I was like, that was scary. Yeah. And so that's part of why I voted for Obama. It had nothing to do, I didn't particularly want to vote for Obama the first time through. Yeah. That was Glad second time. McCain was second time. It was, uh... No, McCain, McCain was first. No, it was Mitt Romney first. I don't know, Romney was second. Are you sure? Yeah, 47, 47%. Oh. Okay. oh. That was the second election. That was right. the one she voted in. And, and McClain and McC- McCain was 08 alright cool yeah McCain yeah. was 08 uh, cause he beat he beat Hillary and then took on McCain and uh, McCain famously announced panel and that was the end of his oh, campaign oh cool. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, really good movie starring fucking Woody Harrelson how about that uh, as Steve Schmidt it's really oh. good I forget the name of the movie anyway uh, relationships or culture I guess culture culture uh, we lack in culture questions so you gotta help me out here um, oh, actually, no. I have, a, I have a good one I've been meaning to ask people. Uh, you seem like a fairly positive, upbeat person. Is that true? Is that a fair assessment? I guess so. I, I feel like we live in a, like, a hyper-positive society, almost in a, like, we know the world's fucked, so we have to pretend to be positive. Mm-hmm. So I always phrase it this way. Is positivity a lie worth living? Because I think if you buy in completely, then it's like productive to be a positive-thinking person. But if you don't buy in completely, all it does is riddle yourself with more anxiety about why you're not positive enough. I okay, so positivity. I feel like, um, I I guess I try to be a positive person, but like with when it comes to myself or like mm-hmm. my deep thoughts, they're not necessarily positive. But it is one of those things where like, if you want to go on and try and live in decent life, you have to go think about the good things. Um, so, like, sometimes when I get sad or something, I, I'll, like, 
write down things that I are happy with in my life because there are so many good things mm -hmm. but for some reason we all focus on the negative things but I honestly feel like it's almost even if not more positive things like you know that happen mm -hmm. but I it's easy to get sucked into the really negative yeah, yeah, yeah. so you make like a conscious choice to like point out the positives to yourself yeah like I literally mind. have to like I but if I did I'd a, be negative I have a positivity a good memory jar and I have these little mini post-its yeah. and every time I like I get home at the end of the night or first thing in the morning if I still remember last night and it was like something I really want to remember yeah. I just write down what, not even anything about it, just where I was or who I was with or whatever and I just put it in the jar and then at the end of the year I'm going to have all these memories and it's like that's going to be dope I actually just recently looked at one of my old like journals and I had like a little pouch of that it was like all these <laughs> cool, great things that happened like, and I actually still do that kind of like I'll like when I'm feeling really down or something I'll write everything I'm grateful for and I'm like oh my god I have like so many good things in my life like why am I being sad about you know oh I don't you know my job sucked today or this it's mm. like it happens to everybody and then I have like most of the time it's people that I have around me that are like so good like people yeah. are so I don't know you know comforting and everything like that yeah I feel like I it's proven. No, it's proven. <laughs> it's proven that relationship, like your the quality of life, is not like measured by like money or success or any mm -hmm. other. It's, it's 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 strictly like relationships. Like you can judge mm -hmm. how happy a person is based on the relationships they have in their life. Mm -hmm. I agree. That brings us to question four: relationship question. Yeah. It's going to the strip club cheating. I mean, honestly, asking like a for blow asking job? for a friend. If they got a blowjob, a handjob's good. Handjob's <laughs> good. Because <laughs> um, that's my line with strippers. I've got a handjob. I've never got a blowjob. I wouldn't be happy. I don't think I'd be happy if my boyfriend got a handjob. I mean, I feel like if he talks, like if we talk about doing something. Mm. Uh, or like whatever, I just want to like know about it first. Well, if that makes fair. sense, it's just like for me, a lot of things. So you're gonna text him before we go to the strip club? Yeah. Oh, I'll let him know. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, I already told him, like, before, like, because me and my friend were going to go. We ended up not, but it's like... Oh, I didn't know that was actually no, part of the plan. No, 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 I was like, oh. actually, in Montreal again, <laughs> my friend is, like, actually doesn't get... She's never really gets touched. She doesn't... She's very, like, weird about relationship hmm. and stuff like that. So I was like, we should go to strip club and this and that. And she was like, yeah, but we ended up not. But, like... You should drag her ass there. I know, but she is very, like awkward and like uncomfortable so i don't want to make her feel like crappy you know? i have friends in montreal yeah i think so we should go let me know next time i go on yeah she's, been, she's just she's just like come out come out i'm like i don't know whatever yeah like, what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> cold ass montreal but we, we should go we we should all just fucking just do a trip and fucking just go somewhere. I would I'm love like that gonna be late, late, yeah, but that, we'll make a trip I'm yeah. coming to Vegas so do I want to go to Vegas too I've only been when I was like 15 oh, or 16 yeah. so I I've been dying to go yeah oh. no, we should definitely go to Vegas no, we're going to go to Vegas, and we're just going to crash your boys weekend. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. It's we're going to so sit and analyze everybody at the strip We're like sunglasses like, on. Take it off. <laughs> it's going to be legit. You guys are going to be so fucking, like, it's, 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 it's fun, but it's, like, it's, it's challenging. It's, like, wake, someone's going to wake you up at 10 o'clock in the morning. And regardless of how hungover you are, and they're gonna be like, "Let's go, Bro, we're going to the pool." You and can't, it, you can't drink with me, so it's okay, dude. Oh, we, dude. We, we, all right, well, like we're good, we're goofy. <laughs> we go to the pool party from like eleven <laughs> to like five. We'll take a nap at five. We'll wake up at eight. We'll no, start no naps, 
Oh, we got a nap. No, I'm kidding. I'm definitely a nap. <laughs> I got a nap. Nap daddy. Yeah. I yeah. All right. So this has been the Late Word Podcast, episode 14. You can catch us at episode 15, apparently live from Las Vegas. Yeah. See us with mad titties in our face. One dollar bill all over the place. Your mama going to be there getting these ones, nigga. <laughs> Uh, as always, it's your boy at MLGainer22, at MGainer22, depending on which media platform you like to be on. Uh, it's your boy Money Mitch, a.k.a. King Lear, a.k.a. The Mixed Messiah. I'm here with my boy at only Chris Allen. And the lovely... I need I need a better adjective for Betty. Can somebody give Betty me a little? Beth, Betty Beth. Uh, Everyone calls me Betty D. Betty, Betty D. No one calls Betty D. Uh, also, we don't do advertisements on this show, but I should shout out. Uh, this episode is sponsored by the Movember campaign. It is the month of Movember. 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 Your boy has an awesome mustache going on. Full handlebars <laughs> on fleek. Uh, if you want to donate to the money that we're raising, a lot of what we talked about today was men's mental health issues and how that affects the greater society and why men are shitty and need a lot of y'all help. So if you want donate some money to that cause and making men a little bit better and having better access to um, mental health and cancer treatment and a couple other things. Donate to the Movember Foundation. You can donate to our uh, raising donation team whatever you want to fucking call that uh, directly if you want to go to movember.com backslash progressive b-r-o-g-r-e-s-s-i-v-e movember.com backslash progressive. Throw us a couple bucks help us raise money for a good cause. We don't ask you for much just for that. Uh, anything else we're gonna add? Let me see it, brother. Fuck y'all. Don't be a dickhead. Have a good weekend. Peace.